do book authors need to write blog posts too? What about doing blog tours during your book launch? Who should blog and who shouldn't? What are the best topics to blog about? The answers to these questions and more on episode 33 of Writing Pursuits. Welcome to the Writing Pursuits podcast, where authors like you discuss writing craft, author life, and book marketing strategies. I'm your host, Catherine McKee. I own Writing Pursuits and write and produce the weekly newsletter, Writing Pursuits Tips for Authors. In addition, I am a speculative fiction author. Writing Pursuits is for authors who drink too much coffee, endure judgmental looks from their furry writing companions, and struggle for words. If you are a writer seeking encouragement, information, and inspiration, this podcast is for you. Let's get to it. Hey, Writing Pursuits authors, welcome back to the podcast. To those of you who are new, I want to extend a special welcome. My name is Catrice McKee, and I'm glad you're here. Please leave a comment, a star rating, and follow the show to help others find Writing Pursuits. Okay, you may have read in author marketing books and heard at writing conventions that you need to blog, but blogs are not what they used to be. I checked the statistics just before I hit record today, and in 2022, there are over 600 million blogs and 1.9 billion websites worldwide. There are 6 million blog posts published every day. Just think about that. And more than 2.5 billion blog posts published every year. So the competition is stiff to get attention. And it's something you need to think about before you start blogging. Okay, the most popular blog posts are lists and how-to articles. More about that in a moment. So back when the internet was new, gaining a following was easy, but times have changed. Also, in the same article, I believe it was talking about the length of time people spend writing blog posts and the time has just drawn out. The blog posts have gotten longer as time has gone by. So it represents a significant chunk of time to write blog posts. So let me say right up front, I do not believe blogs are essential for fiction authors. Let me get that out right up front. So if you're a fiction author, your time is best spent writing your next book and building an email list. But if you must blog, let's keep going. Keep in mind that your personal life isn't that interesting to readers unless you're famous or you're sharing about a nonfiction topic you have in common with your readers. For the most part, your readers simply want to read your stories or to learn something new. Also, I don't advise publishing short stories or chapters on your blog. Build a backlist of books instead and don't give your work away without receiving something in return. So blogs can be useful for nonfiction authors for sure. If you write nonfiction, you need to be building a social media platform with lots of followers. And I used to say that was true for people who wanted a traditional contract, but truthfully, it's for every nonfiction author. You can't truly be successful without a large following and even better, a very large email subscriber list. So that should be your first priority. And for nonfiction authors, a blog can be a big part of that effort. So what about publishing chapters on your blog? For fiction authors, no way. My advice is to never publish your fiction on a web page. 
If you decide to write short stories or distribute free chapters to attract new readers, those are great reader magnets. Make it a transaction. The reader's email address in exchange for your work in the form of a PDF. Don't give your work away for nothing. Okay, so you can use prequels, arcs, short stories, deleted scenes, etc. Those are great newsletter magnets, but make them count. Use them to build and retain your email list. And oh, by the way, it doesn't do any good to have the email list if you don't write your reader. So make that a monthly thing that you do, a monthly discipline that you're going to send them something that you're going to touch base, that you're going to entertain and connect with them. Lastly, avoid reviewing books by other authors on your author blog. Book blogging is fine if that's what you do for a living, but it's not the best way Um, It's not the best use of your writing time for a fiction author. You need a backlist, not a website full of reviews for other authors' work. You see what I mean? You don't have to agree, but in my opinion, in my experience, posting reviews of books in your genre is a good way. It's a good way to connect to other authors, but it's not the best way to A, build your brand, or B, connect with your readers. Much better to help your author friends launch their books with Instagram posts, tweets, Facebook props, and best of all, endorse their books in your newsletter, maybe as part of a newsletter swap. So make that count too. Endorse other books similar to yours, but don't spend precious time reading loads of books and writing detailed reviews. Spend that time writing your next book. I can't say this too many times. Writing book reviews feels productive, but it's not a good use of time. Nonfiction authors. Okay, this is going to sound contradictory, but by all means, nonfiction authors, blog your book. Become the go-to source for information about your area of expertise. You can use your blog posts as trial runs of your material to see what gets reactions and what gets the most comments and how many questions come up and as a way to figure out what people really want to know in your book. Blog your book, okay? Don't be afraid to give your very best material away because what your book is is a condensation of your very best material that you have broadcast to the world on your blog and YouTube videos, on podcasts, in tweets and posts and so forth. So don't be afraid to give your best material away. What you're doing in your book is you're giving them a, uh, an easy way to find the material and they're willing to pay for it. They don't want to have to troll through all your blog posts to find what they need to know. So what about writing posts for blog tours? during your book launch. Well, everybody wants to know that. Let's talk about that in a moment. Writing Pursuits is run by Catherine McKee, who has been trusted by fiction authors since 2014 to take their writing to a new level of excellence. Catherine is a three-story method certified editor who specializes in story diagnostics, coaching, and line editing to help you prepare your story for the journey ahead. For more information, go to writingpursuits.com. The link is in the show notes. And now, back to the podcast. So I'm going to say something pretty controversial. I say blog tours don't sell books. That's a hard pill to swallow because blog tours are so easy to set up. And they're relatively inexpensive, too. Now, what a blog tour could help with is to build some buzz for your new book. But most likely, the buzz won't directly equate to sales. If you have the budget, okay, 
go forward with the knowledge that the blood tour represents a lot of work and actually a lot of writing too. Instead, I suggest that what you do is coordinate with your author friends to post about your book on social media and do newsletter swaps. Spend your time searching for people to review your books rather than spending money on a blog tour. And I know I'm going to hurt feelings. Spend your money on ads to target readers who are actively looking for a book to buy. Readers don't go out of their way to read about books except when they are actively searching for their next book. And usually that's on Amazon Goodreads or BookBub. Personally, I've never searched for books to buy on book blogger sites. And maybe just me, but that's my experience. These days, people learn about new books most of the time through Instagram posts, Facebook posts, Facebook and Amazon ads, tweets, BookBub newsletters, author newsletters, TikTok videos, etc. And what do those places have in common? Four things. They're all visually oriented. We are a visual society completely hooked on pictures, graphs, photos, and videos. Number two, social media posts and ads are short on text and easy to digest. Possible exceptions are Facebook posts and author newsletters. Number three, people are already in those spaces because they want to scroll or in the case of author newsletters, because they want to scan their emails. They want the information fast. They want it visually oriented. They want easily digestive material. People sign up to be there. So they sign up to be on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and BookBub and TikTok even. They sign up to be there. And that's important. When a reader signs up for Facebook or for an author newsletter, they kind of make a psychological commitment to be there to show up. So what if you still want to blog? And that's okay. I'm not saying it's wrong to blog, but if you choose to blog, do these two things. Number one, strive to connect with your readers' emotions. If you can connect with your fiction readers on topics they find engaging, especially emotional topics, then you're golden. Blog about nonfiction topics that you will build your brand. So even if you're a fiction author, you're still blogging about nonfiction topics. Are your readers interested in clothes and makeup? Are they interested in history? Do your readers love the environment? Are they socially conscious or upwardly mobile? Blog about the topics your readers care about, especially as they relate to your fiction and your nonfiction, of course. Leverage your writing. So whether you blog it first or create material for your newsletter first, leverage your writing, take what you create and repurpose it for your newsletter, your blog, your social posts, your YouTube channel, and or your podcast. Make your writing work as many ways as possible, always with the aim of finding new email subscribers and followers. And remember when I mentioned lists and how-to articles, share your expertise about a subject or a skill your readers want to learn about or share your journey to expertise as you master something. And I'm not talking about writing, about something your readers want to know about. So let's consider a couple of examples. Let's say that you write Regency. Are you an expert on the Regency period? Then blog about that. Because your readers are reading Regency, they're interested in Regency topics. What do people wear? Uh, discuss what what articles of clothing the working women of the time wore from the skin out. That's a very interesting topic. Discuss the historical context of the period. 
how did society work back then? Do um, maybe biographical, biographical sketches of the famous people of the court. What did they eat? How did people make a living? Okay, so in case I didn't make it clear, tell personal stories, but do it in the context of the information you're communicating. And by all means, keep it personal and personable. Um, let's say you're a science fiction author. So you could talk about aeronautical design and space travel. You could speculate about what might happen in the next uh, Star Trek movie um, or Star Wars movie in this case. Share your experience about a rock building a rocket in your backyard. Um, you might talk about what's going on in the International Space Station, things like that. Westerns, write about horses, uh, you know, things that people are interested that are about that genre that are relevant to your genre that help you build your brand and show off your kind of your expertise and knowledge. Okay. Remember that you're not blogging for your own sake. It isn't about you unless what you do is directly applicable, applicable to what you write about. You are blogging for your audience's sake for their education and entertainment and emotional involvement. If you're a fiction writer, seriously, Think twice about using your precious writing time to blog. What are your thoughts? Do you blog or don't you? What do you blog about or what do you do instead? I would love for you to share in the comments. And I just want to say these are my opinions on blogging and reviewing books. These, these are based on my experiences. I would love to hear about your experiences. So please write back. And that's all I have for today. Until next time, keep writing. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and follow the podcast. If you're new around here, I hope you will sign up for the weekly newsletter, Writing Pursuits, Tips for Authors. That link and all the links mentioned in today's episode are in the show notes at writingpursuits.com. Please join us on Wednesdays for new episodes and keep writing, my friends. Keep writing. Keep writing.